University Fellowship Church podcast. My name is Chris Moore. We get together about twice a week, and this is this is a special third time a week. Um, but typically, we're chewing on God's Word, and we're um, sharing that with you. But we are doing a special mini series that follows our our sermon series, Parenting or Kingdom Legacy: Parenting for Eternity. Ooh. We have Ferris in with us. Hello, Ferris. Hi. How are you? Good. Good. So Good to be to back. Yeah. <laughs> Um, seems like people enjoyed the last episode. Oh, good. Got, I'm glad. Yeah, a lot of ears tuned into that, so that's encouraging. Um, Sunday, Brett started talking about boundaries, practices, like a framework for thinking about the home for the husband and wife mm-hmm. and the children and the parent. So I'm excited to hear what you have to, okay, to good. say into that conversation. Good, good. Yeah, so um, last week um, we talked about resetting trajectories and, um, you know, how God does that so so often for us, and I think the temptation, um, especially as a young parent, is um, we want to get the facts, uh, get the X's and O's. If it were a football game, you'd you, you'd want to have a play prepared for whatever was, situation came up, you mm-hmm. know, whatever might be said or behavior, and um, so we collect books and we we start listening to our blogs and. Um, and with mixed results, because uh, it often isn't based on our own internal boundaries. And um, even I, I would say um, um, instincts, mm-hmm. uh, biblical instincts, and that those kind of develop as, as we uh, really dive in and um, work on that in our own life. And so instead of calling it X and O's, I, I like to um, refer to it more as chapters and verse, you know, that um, we use those those chapters and verses that we know to to help us set those boundaries. And um, so you'd say, and this is, I don't, far be it for me to say this. Huh. I'd say it's pretty controversial. Like is it? the idea that there may be <laughs> m- too much information out there and like too many sources uh, that we're not maybe filtering through or well, we're trying I, to adopt. I absolutely believe that's true, that mm-hmm. that we don't filter well. But um, I'm not saying there aren't any books worth reading. In fact, totally. there's uh, some really good ones that you that yeah. are in that little booklet. But, um, but be no, discerning. Absolutely. Yeah. And also, you, we, what happens is we start becoming dependent on the voice of Susie Smith mm. and not that internal voice of God's Holy Spirit speaking to me based on this relationship. And, you know, the, the whole... Uh, concept of say you and I come at it from totally different directions because of our backgrounds and so many things. You're looking at Christ, and I'm looking at Christ, and you're reading the scriptures, and I'm li- reading the scriptures. Our trajectories are going to become yeah. more similar, yeah. Um, even with all the differences that we may have. And um, I don't know what Susie Smith's background is and what her trajectories are and all that kind of thing, but I'm not saying I, I don't, you know, and even um, moms sharing with one another, I think mm-hmm. we learn a lot and, and gain a lot. But Bottom line, it, it uh, has to be based on my interaction mm-hmm. with God and His Word. Yeah. Um, and I, Rachel says this a lot. I've heard her encourage other moms with this. She says, um, God gave you this child. Right. This isn't like a, a random, you know, grab bag child. Like, right. This is you, a child that God has given mm-hmm. you to steward. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of wisdom in saying, okay, at the bo- end of the day, I have to mother or father this child. Right. And I have to build it on God's right. word. Yeah, for sure. They're sacred. Re- <coughs> excuse me, sacred relationships. All of them are. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but anyway, I um, thought I would kind of walk through a little bit. I have four verses that I would say throughout my life 
as a Christian. So um, would be what uh, would set my boundaries, tether me, so to speak, set my foundation. Yeah. And then I have one that that I would say is a go-to, like um, as far as um, dealing with environmental, you know, whatever comes up during a week that, that might be upsetting the apple cart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's great. So my first one is James one seventeen. Every uh, good thing given and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shifting shadow. Mm-hmm. Um, that verse tells me a lot about God mm-hmm. uh, in a very short uh, period of time. There, you know, I know that he um, that it's telling me about his nature. Um, he gives good things, um, which is is always good to remember, but also that he's not capricious. He's not cavalier. Yeah. Um, there, that whole no variation or shifting shadow that he's consistent, you know, with his love and his care. So if I'm going to look at a model for who I should be as a parent, he's given me a good one there. Yeah. You know, that I, I, it's, I have the opportunity to give good gifts to my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and those gifts come in the form of, um, you know, love and nurture and care and all those things. And, um, but also, I can give them security that comes from them knowing that I am going to consistently love them, and um, that love can look like discipline. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's true with God in me. Yeah. That, uh, when He disciplines me, I know. Okay, He's aware. He knows. He's He's not ignoring me. He knows that uh, there's stuff going on, and that He needs to bring me back. You know. Yeah, and the, God's word says He disciplines those whom He loves, His exactly. children. Exactly. I had this conversation with uh, my oldest daughter actually yesterday, I think, and we were talking about discipline, and uh, she said it was mean, and I said, <laughs> actually, uh-huh. it, it's loving when I do this, and she said, no, oh, no, 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 and she's going to state her uh-huh. case, uh-huh. and uh, <laughs> and good to let her. Yeah, absolutely, I let her, and I <laughs> listen to her logic as much as a five year old can offer it. Right. And I said, well, honey, what would happen if we? if we were allowed to do mean things all the time without any consequences. And of course she, you know, she chewed on it, but she didn't have much to say about it. Right. And I said, I, you know, I got to keep you safe and loving others and being kind and all these uh-huh. disciplines I would do it. So yeah, uh-huh. I, I can totally resonate right, with that. Right, right, right. And, and they can too. And even mm-hmm. at five, they can't, Yeah, you know. Um, Hebrews 4.12 says, for the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword and love this <clears throat> piercing as far as the division of soul and spirit mm-hmm. um bone and marrow and able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart so this is no shallow relationship mm-hmm. this is a very deep intimate relationship that god has with us that can dive in and get into the deep 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 stuff uh whatever it may be and i don't care how deep it is mm-hmm. and uh you know after as many years as we've been in ministry there's a lot of really really deep stuff that um that if we allow God through his word and his spirit to go in there, he can uh, work those things out for his good. Yeah. David says in one of his Psalms, search me, O God. I love like, that Plumb one. the depths of my heart. Like, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I don't even know what's going on in all there. Right. No, that's the truth. <laughs> so there's times I actually go on walks and that's, and that's what I say to him. I yeah. say, cause, cause you know, there's, you know, turmoil going on in my heart for whatever might be going on. And that's what, what I really want him to do is if I want peace, he's going to have to go search it out. He's yeah. going to have to get it because I am so flummoxed by it all that mm-hmm. I really can't. I need I need him to do that. And that happens a lot in parenting. 
You know, Boy, it just it? <laughs> uh, uh, from different. Sometimes it's coming from outside, and sometimes it's coming internally. And um, I think that it's so helpful and reassuring and comforting to know that he gives us something like Hebrews four twelve mm-hmm. and uh, and his conversations with David to show us. No, this is going to be an intimate, deep walk. It's not just going to be a little stroll where we go to the park and play on the swings, but we are really going to, we will do that. Mm-hmm. We will go to the park and play on swings, but we are also going to have some deep, deep, deep conversations. Yeah. A third one is Romans twelve two, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good, acceptable, and perfect. And we'll talk about that one probably more next week. Mm-hmm. Um, but just to say that um, the path of least resistance is always to conform. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has the has these shallow results that don't last. In fact, I have my own little personal opinion about the deconstruction movement, um, which is, you know, that's what they call it today. We had them, the deconstruction experience has been around forever. But sure. Um, would be a lot of those kids through whatever they're calling it. A lot of them will say, well, it was camp or they'll say it was um, youth group or, or um, uh, purity culture, you know, any number of things that they'll say um, were the issues for them. I'll say, yeah, uh, there's a lot of truth to that because what you were being asked to do was to conform to a group of people mm-hmm. rather than have an intimate relationship. And it's that is something I think parents need to have um, a deep understanding and, and a commitment to to not do that. And you know what? All of those things are good for encouragement and fellowship. You know, they're just not the purpose of any of that. Would not be to um, train your kids, right? You know, yeah. if anything, you're uh, is a substitute. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I won't go too far down that rabbit trail. But <clears throat> uh, and then Luke two fifty two. And that's the only verse that we have in the Bible that tells us about the life of Christ between uh, when he was in the temple and mm-hmm. his parents went back and found him and when he started his ministry. And what it tells us is that Jesus kept increasing in wisdom and stature and favor with God and with man, mm-hmm. which is the four basic areas of any person's life. And uh, it's often referred to as you know the balanced Christian life. And those are the four areas that are my responsibility with my children. Uh, is to see that they're they're developing in a healthy way, I, that I'm creating an environment conducive for them to grow in those areas. That would include discipline mm-hmm. and uh, and encouragement and uh, boundaries and rules and so many things that that would be necessary for any of those things to take place, just as it is for God to cultivate a relationship with me. Mm-hmm. So, with those four things uh, as as corners. Um, the discipline, di- the way I discipline my kids kind of becomes fairly um, clear mm-hmm. because I know what my goals are. And um, so it's not so much um, A plus B equals C. Okay, if, if he does this, then I do this, and we're going to get this result. It is a relationship that says, I know what the boundaries are. Here are the consequences if you uh, choose knowingly to transgress the boundaries and um there we're going to you know here are the consequences and then but of course i i love you Mm -hmm. and that's why we're doing this yeah so a a story i shared 
with people sometimes. I think I actually shared this one with Rachel one time with a group of women at, at my house. Mm-hmm. Um, but when Grant and, uh, and Ashley and I had gone to the wallpaper store. And uh, Grant was about two and Ashley was four. And the wallpaper store it was called Wallpaper Warehouse. It was a big old place. And it was on 6th Avenue, which is very, very, very busy. Mm. And uh, I said to them, you can play. I'm, I'm not kidding you. This was, these were my words. You can play anywhere in here except by the front door. Mm. Um, and then there was nothing that they could really hurt or get into. And I wasn't worried about them doing that anyway, especially. About 10 minutes later, I look over, and where do you think they were playing? <laughs> right by the front door. And I was pretty shocked, sort of, because um, I, I just think that they're always going to obey me. Yeah. And uh, so we walked to the back of the warehouse, and I had this conversation, and I said, um, now we have several errands to run, and we may not get home for a couple of hours, but when we get home, you're getting a spanking. Mm-hmm. And they knew it was true. Mm-hmm. And... So <laughs> I finished my business in Wallpaper Warehouse, excuse me, <laughs> and um, put them in the car. And I looked behind me, and Grant was in his car seat, and he was making the, you know, emoji uh-huh. face yeah, all squashed up. And then we were driving along, and he'd forgotten all about it. And he was like, daddy, 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 you know, just looking out and having enjoy- And then about five minutes later, he remembered. <laughs> and that kept going on through the whole <laughs> So. Um, we got home and sure enough, you know, got their spankings and they got sent to bed, well, to the room for a while to think about it. And, um, a couple of years later, I was expecting Garrett and some friends had given me a shower and we were talking about, you know, funny things like that. And I shared that story and Ashley's now six Mm -hmm. and she looked at me and she said, mom, you were right to do that. And I remember all of us were <laughs> had to, you know, keep, yeah. keep from giggling. Eyes, yeah. But it was, well, that for sure. But, yeah. you know, it was, um, we, it, it just showed that they have the ability to process that mm-hmm. and to understand that um, this was not meanness on mom's part. This was her being consistent and faithful. And the next time we go to Wallpaper Warehouse, and I say, do not do something, they don't do it. Right. And uh, that's, the, that's the glory and advantage of this is I always tell people, it just makes life so much easier mm-hmm. if you can just say yes and no, and they obey you. They believe you, and they obey you. Because if they don't believe you, they start to um, hedge their bets. Yeah, and it's kind of like almost worth it. Mm-hmm. It's like if I'm only going to going to get a spanking one out of five times, it is, y'all look spanking. It doesn't. It, <laughs> it can just be you know sending them to the room. I actually didn't have to spank my children that much because uh, we started young and they believed us, and we just didn't have to. Yeah. Um. But anyway, um, once they believe you that you're actually going to follow up, they listen to you. And I think that's a reflection also of our relationship with God. Yeah. You know, it's consistent. There. Yeah. And I think there's uh, such an encouragement in what you shared about the four areas of a balanced Christian life mm-hmm. and the consistency that that delivers. If you can really wrap your head around it, parenting already feels like an odyssey. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to unexplored horizons. Absolutely. And people will tell you about this places. You know, you'll read books, you'll blogs, podcasts, mm-hmm. all those things. But how you apply and interpret and all that stuff, mm-hmm. if you can just trim it all down. Right. Get get your compass in front of you right. and go, this is what I'm going to accomplish. Does this violet X, you know, through right. this? Right, right, right. Great. And this is what we do. It simplifies everything. Absolutely does. And it actually... 
in my opinion, keeps parents from getting super frustrated. Yeah. Um, it, it, it keeps you from reaching that point where you're so frustrated, you're pulling your hair out and you, you just don't know what to do. And then they've really got you. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm talking from experience. And they know it. I'm talking from experience because that was me as a kid. Yeah. I, I knew how to do that, you know. There's an advantage in having been that kid. <laughs> <laughs> You're clever. You're like, right. I know the signs. <laughs> yeah, I see it coming. <laughs> and then, uh, so th- I would say this happens quite often, but on a weekly basis. And um, it's when life um, just starts throwing stuff at you from a lot of different directions. And uh, certainly, gosh, when you're raising kids and they're in three different schools and they have three different sports. And, you know, I mean, each, <laughs> we kind of had a rule that each each one could only do one sport at a time. But for me, that's still three sports. Yeah. Um, I often would go to Philippians 4.8, which says, whatever is true, honorable, pure, right, lovely, commendable, anything excellent, worthy of praise, let your mind dwell on these things. Mm. And Paul is giving me permission there to not allow the accusations of the enemy to drag me down. Mm-hmm. Because as a parent, that's where he attacks us. You know, our worth is so, so, so uh, engaged there and so vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And um, so those, um, having those tucked away firmly uh, are what gave me um, my boundaries that helped me be, you know, <laughs> successful quotation marks to the degree mm-hmm. that um that we were and um again um i can name any and anything i just said you've, you're hearing the good things you know i could say well here's where i blew it and here's where i blew it and here's where and my kids can say well there's where you blew it and here's where, <laughs> where you blew it there yeah um but i think ultimately um i was able to rest in the confidence that because I had I had the confidence of of God's word mm-hmm. that um, there was the the ability to rest in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No shifting shadows. No. Trustworthy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's such such an encouragement with a world of lots <clears throat> of changing opinions, mm-hmm. and you know, is this information dated or is it timeless or is it this or is that? Mm-hmm. You know, with five, three, and nine month, right? Um, we're my family's kind of in the thick of those kinds you of things. You sure are. You know, so it's, you want to do a good job. Right. But when you have a million different things, you're trying to decide if they work or not, you mm-hmm. really do end up in a corner mm-hmm. where you're like, I don't know if I'm doing any of this right. And maybe there's another thing out there. And God's word's like, hey, here I am. Mm-hmm. I, I got a pretty straight, simple process. And then there's Christian liberty in there to, there is. to navigate the rest of it. And um, so thank you for sharing those, especially those four verses and the four corners of that to really... Hedge in the parent yes. who feels like scattered all across the face right. of the earth. <laughs> right. And doubting sometimes. And, totally. Uh, and maybe sometimes just needing to know to have a direction to go in, mm-hmm. you know. So. Good stuff. And it's eternal. It's timeless. This stuff is evergreen. It, yes. it won't expire. Right. <laughs> thankfully. Yeah. Yes. Thankfully. <laughs> the Word of God stands forever. It does. Amen. <laughs> Ferris, thank you so much uh-huh. for coming along and sharing this stuff. Yeah. Super encouraging. Hopefully you guys were encouraged by listening to this. We will get the third of four parts yep. next Tuesday. Yes. Awesome. We'll All see right. you then. All right. Thanks, Bye. Bye. Bye.
Well, thanks for listening. Thank you to our guests for coming and sharing what they've been chewing on in God's Word. We produce these podcasts and release them twice a week, so please subscribe so you don't miss out on one. And don't forget, love God, love your neighbor, and make disciples.